just say goodbye and move on. Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, where we review books intended for future generations. Today's book, Goodbye Winter, Hello Spring, by Kennard Peck, published by Henry Holt and Company. Goodbye Winter, Hello Spring, follows a small child and dog as they go on a walk through the countryside during a snowstorm, talking to the different inanimate features that they come across. Will these two ever be able to say goodbye to winter and hello to spring? Well, grab a winter jacket. I thought we were done with this shit. We open on a small child and dog standing on a snowy hill on a cold winter night. There's what looks to be a white chapel behind the two. Why are these two out in a cold winter night, unsupervised? Could they be lost or abandoned? Or did they run away from the chapel because their father is marrying some floozy, 15 years his younger, who's just after his money? Probably not. But I figured I would throw it out there. What we do know is, these two are searching for something. What it is, we don't quite know yet. But they greet almost everything around them. Here is an example on the next page. Quote, Hello, snow. Hello from high up in the sky. I drift down, 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 down. End quote. First of all, you don't need to repeat it six times over. We got it the first time. Your snow up in the sky falling to the ground. But as you can see, these interactions are a little awkward and clunky. I assume it's truly the snow talking to them, but it could be a spirit too. Who knows? The snow continues to talk, and I'm thinking we only said hello. It was a quick hi, goodbye. We don't need some long dissertation that you fall to the ground. While these pictures are beautiful, I'm done with the winter already. I want to get to the spring. The introductions continue with a pond, the fish in it, and a glass house. They all give odd replies, describing themselves and the winter. It's starting to feel like these things are the guests at a party that just don't get the hint and won't leave at the end of the night. We exchanged pleasantries. Now get the hell out. I want to get to talking to spring. She's down, and I think she's coming this way. Oh no. Now we have to talk to the creek. I get you have some sticks giving you some issues, but let's talk about that later. Well, we got out of that one quickly. Damn it, there's a winter storm that won't stop yelling. These guys just don't quit. Well, it's the dead of night, and there's no sign of spring, so the kid and dog head back home. That was a total disappointment. Apparently spring is a morning person. When the two of them wake up, the sun has started to melt the snow. And the two of them head outside to continue their introductions, like door-to-door salesmen selling new roofs after a storm. They say, quote, Hello, slush and snow. Hello. In the sunlight, I soak into the cold ground. In the shadow, I stay still and icy. End quote. We get it, Snow. There's some things bothering you. We don't need to hear your whole life story. Probably wanting to speed up the process, these guys become rapid fire with the hellos. They see the light at the end of the tunnel, and the story comes to a close with them finally saying bye to winter and hi to spring.
Finally, sometimes you can't be subtle. Getting past the fact that a child and a dog were out roaming the countryside at night by themselves in a winter storm, the story's lesson was simple. Sometimes you have to endure some hardship to get to the experiences you want in life, and it's important to try and find the beauty in those difficulties along the way. Kennard's prose throughout the story felt clumsy. Maybe he was trying to teach the reader a little something with each interaction, but it was awkward. And winter stayed for far too long. The title states, We're saying goodbye to winter and hello to spring. Considering that, winter should have been gone after a couple of pages, and spring should have been around for most of the book, and we could have learned more about the springtime. Okay, I'm probably nitpicking. So moving on to his pictures, they blew me away, no pun intended. His use of color was magical, and his use of different perspectives gave it an artsy touch I rarely see in books. If he could clean up some of the writing, this book would have been scored much higher. So on a scale from 1 to 5, I'm going to give this book a 2.9. I'll have a taste, push it around, and go back for many more bites. This goose is cooked. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.